if you trying to eat First you got a volunteer No, they can't compete I just heard that this thing did Hey, man, this is no one Too late, but we out of here Had to take a stand Make no struggles, this is power What's up, everybody? You know how we do it. What's going on? Episode 71 A-League show. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Dash Radio. Of course, all that good stuff. You know how it is. You know how it is. We kind of, you know, kind of was, of course, um, uh, no show last week. So, you know, I imagine a lot of people out there was a little bit disappointed. But you know how it is. We back, you know, just got lots of stuff going on, of course. So uh, how's everybody feeling this morning, this uh, this weekend, Saturday in Metro ATL? Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's great to see. Uh, great to see that it's not not super cold this morning. And they're like, you know, it's kind of ironic. You know, March 21st, first day of spring, is freaking cold in Atlanta. But that's so crazy to me. That is so crazy. Like it, it just, it's so cold. And the thing is that at least at least it's not like places up in Canada or up north where they're still get they're still getting hit like by northeasters. I was talking to my my friend Low, and uh, it's like. They're still getting hit with like 10, 14 inches of snow up in Long Island. Like, give up north a break. Like, if anything, send some of that junk down here. No, no, no. Send some of that junk down here. Like, honestly. It's, it's the beginning of the end. Send some send some of that yeah, junk down here. They need a break up north. Uh, give us a half an inch. This city shuts down. Oh, that, oh <laughs> you got a point there. You got but, but a point this ice, there. This ice down here is different. The snow is different. It is. It really is. It's it really more, is. It's more uh, icy. Exactly. One inch of New York snow is probably like Cause five it's, inches. It's different nothing. Because <laughs> they're so it's used to snow. it. They're so well, used to but it. But it's different snow, though. Right, exactly. It's, it's different snow. Because it's powdery. It's like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's like more plush and stuff, and, you know, you can go through it. It's just a bunch of snow. Down here, it's like, it's hard snow, so it's free. it freezes over, and you can't drive. It's not safe to drive. Right. And we don't have salt trucks because it happens once every four years. Mm-hmm. That is so. That is so true. Or, or, or it seems though that it's been happening a little bit more frequently the last few years. But you know, it is. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But, um, but yeah, lots of stuff has been happening. And I know the last, um, the last, uh, you know, time we were, you know, we were recording, we was, you know, just getting into everything that was going on as far as the start of the tournament and you know over the last couple of weeks it's just been so much you know there's been so much happening everybody's been falling in love with uh with UNBC you know that that whole story the one over the the 16 over the one sister and Jean. sister Jean right exactly and th- that too that too kind of a little bit disappointed around around these parts that uh you know our alma mater Georgia State was bounced out of the first round but cool. then Cincinnati blew that lead right, 25 blew no, that lead to like Nevada 28 points 20 some odd points it was like 20 at least 23 in a second half it really was it really was it was a it was a it was amazing but it is you know that's just how it's just the beauty of march like you know so much is uh so much happening oh by the way jeremy johnson just uh, entered the building what's up last time we had our big uh prediction by mr uh johnson oh we got got, talking about the elite eight we gotta change the introduction man it's it's award-winning oh yeah yeah, 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 that's right that's right (laughs) 
Jeremy, how do you feel, man? Straight out of Athens. He got his hand like the guest, guest pastor over there now. We don't have no time to throw out your accolades. We have a special guest today. We don't have no time to throw out your accolades. Jeremy Johnson. Crazy. He's all dignified now and everything like that. He should be coming in with a suit and tie in UGA colors. I feel like I should get a raise for Ailey because of Jeremy winning. For real, he can't all Athens with the hands crossed. He got the Georgia hoodie on. Like that's gotta be professional, man. I came in professional. He's a celebrity Man, but, but, now. He's right. a celebrity. Shout out to the kids. Side note, I know we're talking about March Madness. Uh, a bunch of kids and people around the country right now are marching uh, the, the streets right. of, of major U.S. cities right now, uh, fighting for, for gun control. And um, also, we just want to touch on Sacramento and that whole thing with uh, those people standing up and um, stopping something where they know there's going to be a crowd and um, making people know their point. So shout out to Sacramento. Shout out to the Marcus Cut. Paying for the dude's funeral. Right. Um, you know, hey, it might be, you know, this might be the generation it is where, you know, things are flaky and people just ride with the trends or whatever's or whatever's hot, but it's working. And mm. um and I, I just want to salute everybody participating in activism and stuff. It's a different you mentioned a good point, Rashad, about how it's a different, you know, it's a different generation. I feel like that. Yeah, generations in the past have been have been socially active, but I feel like that because everybody is so connected nowadays due to social media, I feel like that it is inspired. It's one of those things that that previous generations, of course, didn't have, and it's something that really is uniting a lot of you know many generations, and not just you know generations from say you know close places. It's one of those things that really unites people around the world. Like people around the world are marching, and of course there's that huge march of course in uh in in dc where there's going to be lots of uh you know lots of celebrities lots of celebrities and lots of people have really come out in you know in support of this so you know it's a it's a big thing it's a big deal and i and i and we mentioned this a couple of episodes the fact that these aren't you know these aren't older people that are standing up these are young kids these are you know this is the future of this country that is saying we're tired of this never do again. something new never again do something about this for a change we're tired of the thoughts and prayers I don't know if it's actually going to do something. But back to basketball. Yeah, yeah, you got you, got you. Uh, you got Loyola, Chicago, Sister Jean, like I said. Shouts mm. out to them. I had them going to the Sweet 16, actually. I didn't have them going to the Elite Eight, but I had them going to the Sweet 16. I want them to beat K-State. They play K-State, right? Uh... Uh, yeah, Loyola, yeah. No, I don't think it, they, no, they, they just. Oh, you mean in the Elite Eight? Yeah, in the Elite Eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. because K State beat Kentucky. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, G State Migos had G State going to the Elite Eight. They had to go and, to the like, Elite Eight. And it's funny because after when we see the Elite Eight, it wasn't that big of a you know far that, thing. If they beat right. Cincinnati, all they had to do was beat. No, uh, Nevada and then Loyola Chicago because all of the because all the, the big eight. guys are falling down like exactly exactly like Virginia we mentioned the UMBC thing right. UMBC the 16 over the one and I know as I mentioned in the group chat lots of people are gonna downplay the Virginia the Virginia bit because they were without their six man but I'm sorry a 16 over a one is a 16 over a one on any basketball court any given day rain snow sleet shine way night or day shout out to them right so Did you see Shawnee Shemo no, it wasn't Shawnee Shemmel. Uh, it's the other girl, the new girl from the Dream, uh, the one that was taking over. She was the best player last year since uh, McCautry was out. 
the point guard, uh, Laja Claridon. Laja Claridon. Claridon. She tweeted, uh, she was like, this is not the first time a 16 is beat a oh, one yeah, in that's NCAA right. history. Because it happened in the, because it did happen in the women's, in the women's uh, On women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it did happen in the, it did happen in the women's tournament. And it was one of those things that, as a WNBA writer myself, it was one of those things that was really, you know, it was real a big thing in within that particular, you know, area of social media. So, you know, that, and even the UNBC you know, uh, social media mentioned right. that as well. Yeah. Oh, I definitely shout out to the to the women's tournament this year. I think this is going to be one of the more interesting finishes in you know the recent years because it was freaking UConn for five years consecutively, and it was well not just, last year because South Carolina won. They beat Missis- Mississippi State. Well, that that's what I'm saying. That's the first time they lost in a hundred something games, and before right. that, they had another hundred game winning streak. Exactly. So I'm glad. That this is the first year where we don't exactly know that UConn's gonna take it. Just assuming we have a couple superstars. I like to shout out Asia Durr, uh, Aja Asia Wilson, Durr is balling, uh, balling. Asia, Asia Durr from Douglasville, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Aja Wilson from South Carolina. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mackenzie Ingram and, and my and the dogs. Uh, I, I wanted to say my dogs, but you know, I, I kind of been trashing them. That's uh, my dogs. Shout out to them, you know. Uh, oh, my, my other girl, uh, Lexi Brown from um, Gwinnett, which we're actually in right now. Gwinnett. Right. Uh, Le- uh, Lexi Brown from Duke. She's balling out with them. This is her last year. Uh, so. I mean, yeah, it's, it's some superstars this year in the women's mm. game, and then of course you can't forget uh, Morgan from um, from Mississippi, Mississippi State, State, right? And uh, all those girls. So, mm. shouts out to all y'all. I'll be watching starting like the Sweet 16, which is now. So, I'm telling you right now, Asia Durr looks like I've seen I've seen Louisville games. Asia Durr looks like that she could be in the WNBA right now. Like oh, yeah, I'm yeah. telling She's you right now, junior. She's, She's a she had junior. 47 earlier this year. 47. Right. When she, she looks gets really to the pros, old. they better watch out. She looks really old. She looks like she's 25 already, but she's only like 19. She was born in 97. It's crazy. It is crazy. It really is. It really is. But it's just a, you know, it, it, it's a fun time of the year, you know, in sports. This really is, you know, one of those things that just makes it, you know, really, you know, really fun to, you know, really fun to watch going from tournament game to tournament game. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a big time. You know, it's a fun time, really. Question. Is March Madness the greatest sporting event? No. Not not over the Olympics. No. The Olympics are the greatest sporting event. Well, what's the greatest sporting U- U- uh, United States event? In the in the United States, probably mm. the Super Bowl. Mm, I got probably got to agree with you there. Yes. In the NBA Finals, will be next. Yeah, the Super Bowl for sure. I mean, the Mar- March Madness this year, I've been really disappointed. Honestly, I mean, it's really just been boring. I mean, there's been upsets, but you know, when you get to this point in the tournament, you look around and you got Florida State and. Kansas State and Loyola, Chicago. I don't want to see that. I'm good. I mean, but the games, so you the games at the end are still over being upsets? I, I like the upsets. They're, they're cute to watch. Mm. But at the end of the day, I want the best teams to play each other. That's the whole purpose of the tournament is to get the best teams out there. And we're not going to get a real national champion this year. A lot of people have said that because uh, they think the one and done has kind of just ruined everything. Do you think that's ruined college basketball? I mean, I think it has, but if you look at the best teams, they don't really have one and done. Like, Villanova's the best college basketball team. Arizona? Arizona wasn't ever one of the best teams to me. I mean, I mean by Ari- I had Arizona going to the Final Four. I mean, it's because they have star players, but like teams like Villanova, they've had the same cast of guys since they won their first championship. Doesn't Villanova have like a lottery pick? 
but he's not a one and he's not a one and done. He's been there two years. Right, right. right. So yeah. I mean, I mean, he's still like a high. He's not a star player. He's not even the best player on the team, though. Oh, Jalen wow. Brunson's the best. Player. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But he just happens to be, you know, right. a prospect. A lottery pick. But mm-hmm. I mean, that you get that situation sometimes. But I like watching those teams play against, like, like I consider Duke a great basketball team, a, a, great, a basketball great college program, a great yeah program, and great college basketball team. Even though they have a couple one and done guys, but they have guys that have Grayson Allen. Yeah, they have guys who've been in college. Exactly. I mean that's that's a college basketball team. I, I really want to see Grayson Allen's like uh, pre-draft interviews. I think those are going to be very interesting. I think so too. Because like that's the time he's out of school, and then you know he can just reflect on you know the bad guy questions. How right, do you feel exactly. Being the bad guy. Like he's the typical Dukey. Like when people think of what is the prototypical Duke player, people will think of Grayson Allen because people love to hate on Duke all the time because they win championships all the time. And Grayson Allen gets a lot white. of flack. <laughs> that too. I and think people hate Duke because they're white. And I, I, I yeah. think he's probably the most hated Duke player probably since Christian Layton. Yeah, Christian yeah. Layton saying, And that's Definitely. saying a lot. Definitely. Because so. yeah, he, he can't keep his feet down. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it as simple as that. Stop tripping. Like people, I mentioned right? a few Stop episodes ago, if he tries that mess in the NBA, if he would have tried that mess in the NBA in the 90s, yeah. That's a scrap in, in the 90s. That's a scrap yeah. going on. Because now everybody will just hold each other back. It won't right. really be a fight. Just, right. yeah, but hold I mean, me back. Hold me back. He's in hold college basketball right. in the 2010s. It's a huge difference. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, would he really try that against Rod Shirkling in the nope. 90s? Come on, man. Nope. Charles nope. Oakley. Nope. No way. No he way. Make it, he wouldn't make it to the bench. Char- Charles Oakley would have body slammed him on the floor. Yeah, he'd have been, he'd have been, he'd have been running to the bench, and Charles Say Oakley no. would have dragged him back out on the court. Right. <laughs> to beat him up some more. You want to do that? You want to do You want to scrap? You want to scrap? <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to see those Grayson. Because, you know, now when, when they ask him those questions, when they ask him when he first started to trip and stuff, you can kind of dress it up in, for the PR, right? But after you graduate and you're headed into, you know, your career's over, you're headed into the next stage, you can truly, I think, honestly answer those questions. Unless he's still going with the PR stuff because of his draft stock. So, I mean, I would, if I was him, I would talk to whoever Baker Mayfield is talking to because I kind of, they're kind of college or football and basketball versions of each other. Because, you know, Baker Mayfield could be a high draft pick. He could also go in the second round. Same thing with Grayson Allen. I can see Grayson Allen. He has, you know, low lottery pick numbers. I mean, potential. But people have already been attacking his character, so he's going to go later. And then he's been in college for four years. So I don't know why that hurts people, but it does. Oh, well, they're older. Yeah, they're older and they've – I don't know. I can't can't say, well, oh, you've had more time to practice your game. That means I know more about you. I can't really say that's a weakness because – Adrian Payne. Adrian Payne was never good. I thought he was going to be something because he stayed four years. Nah. Mm-hmm. At he least stayed. more. He stayed in college because he had to. Grayson <laughs> Allen could have come out after his yeah, freshman yeah, he, year. He got, no, sophomore year. Freshman he, year. He didn't play much freshman year. He was the sixth man of the year. He didn't play. Yeah. That was his freshman year? Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't his That was his freshman year. Freshman year. <laughs> wow. And then he, he won tournament. Uh, what's it? Player of the tournament when they won the national championship. That was his freshman year. Yeah. 
Oh, he won. He won player of the tournament over uh, Okafor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the final four. He was the most. Yeah, I knew it was. I knew Okafor and, and uh, Tyrus Jones. Yeah, but Grayson. Yeah, Grayson. And uh, Jalen. Uh, I'm not Jalen Winston. Uh, what Jameis Winston? Not Jameis Winston. Oh, Justice. Justice, Justice Winston. Yeah. Winslow. Justice Winslow. 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 <laughs> That's how you know you're James a Jameis Winston. Yeah, Justice man. Winslow. Justice Yo, Winslow. That, that joke. He was supposed to be good. Can man. we just combine a football player with a with a basketball player? And, and Rodney Hood ended up being better than him. man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Wash. But, I mean, did you guys – I saw this uh, Kevin Durant, um, Michael Beasley interview on ESPN with Chris Haynes. They're at a restaurant, and they're talking and stuff. And Beasley said, like, kind of one of the keys to his career flopping was getting drafted to Miami. Mm. Wait, who? Who was this? Beasley. Michael Beasley. Why, why did he say that? Because he was saying, like, you know, when, when he gets out of Maryland, you know, when you get to the NBA, like, everybody from your hometown kind of want to go out and – KD said he didn't have that problem because ain't no one was trying to go out True. to Seattle. It True. rained every day. So, <laughs> so, so he said, KD said he had all the OGs, you know, talking to him in the neighborhood. Beasley just hoop and he had all the, you know, all the game bangers and hood rats and stuff, you know. Because Miami versus Seattle. Right. Well, that, that was even before him, but just them just growing up in DC, they just had two different people, you know, kind of raising Oh, yeah, that's right. And then so then you put that on top of he goes to Miami. Miami with a bunch Seattle. of lifestyle. Ain't nobody going to Seattle, but everybody and their mama trying to come down to Miami. South Beach, of trying course. to get money, trying to, you know, this. Hey, Beasley, can you do this? Hey, Beasley, can you do So he got caught up in that lifestyle. That threw him off a couple of years. So. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's that's a good point. I had never really thought about that. But, I mean, that's that's kind of what scares me about the Hawks drafting high. Oh, you know. About players possibly getting all caught up into the Atlanta lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, and sex, the sex strip won't. clubs. Sex and one. I mean, they're you have to. They're gonna have to look at players. That like that's gonna have to be a part of their process when they, you know, look at players. Is this guy, you know, gonna be caught in the shiny lights of the NBA? Is he gonna is he gonna, is he gonna try to be shrewder or or just the right. city? Period. Yeah, just I mean, some some guys are just built for big markets. Like, you know. Uh, trying to think of someone. Blake Griffin, when he went to L.A., he was just built for... He has the personality. He had the personality to fit going to L.A. I mean, yeah. but I don't see someone like Kevin Durant. I've never seen him as the type of guy that would, you know, be able to play in New York because, because of what he just said. He was, you know, he's really grounded. And when he was coming in, he really wanted people to like him. In New York, that's impossible. Yeah, like no one's never gonna, everyone's never gonna like. Well, him. he's playing at a big market now, I playing think, in Golden State. But he gets I, I to kind of, he gets to kind of play in the background. I, I think, he's I think, every, I think everybody loves Porzingis the in New there. York. Everybody loves Porzingis in New York. Yeah, Porzingis, Porzingis is built for that. Yeah, they, they, and, didn't and like they, him. they didn't like when he first came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they hated him when when he first got. But then there, they started peeling back and finding he had personality. What's so funny about New York is that they hated Carmelo Anthony for a certain period of time when he was there. Now, now, now that he's in OKC, now they love him. Well, because it's like you know, it's like the the career thing, you know, like you marketing know, too. Look, look, yeah. Looking back on your that career, helps a lot. you, you want to like salute them and all that, you know. Thank yeah. you for coming to us in the first place, because we originally wanted you, and then you came, and we had a great first year, and then we sucked after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it so, wasn't yeah. Melo's fault, y'all stunk. It wasn't Melo's fault, y'all suck. I wouldn't think too badly about Atlanta. I mean, it's just. Atlanta in general, the basketball culture, it's like you don't have that pressure. Like it's different being number one pick for the Falcons, being the pick number one pick for the for the Hawks. And it's just like, you know, like uh like they talk about <clears throat> right now, uh Trey Young, you know, he's he's being mocked, you know, like they starting articles about New York Knicks starting Trey Young to New York Knicks and it's like I wonder can he handle all that? No. 
No. Because it's just like, you know, they bring a 2009 draft, you know, and they, you know, Steph Curry and New York, you know, that was, there was talks about that happening and that didn't happen. And then, you know, <clears throat> the Hawks is just, it's just not that, I just don't see it as that type of culture. Like, you know, you can be number one pick, two, three, you're not going to be, the White's going to look at, you know, only 10 people going to look at you as the savior. Still gonna have attendance problems. So yeah. I could just see Trey. I could see Trey Young just as easily being a star. Just as I could easily see Trey Young as being a bust. Let me tell you something. I noticed something about Trey Young. Uh, I he he definitely. I don't think he would work in a big market because he reads social media and he he pays attention to yeah, all this he stuff. Say, they stay on social media. But like he 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 allows it to affect his game because you know at first they were saying you know well he's taking all these long shots. Okay, cool. There was like a nine-game stretch where he only took like he took ten less shots trying to get his teammates involved, and they lost more because of that. So I'm like, if you're gonna, you know, change the way you play based off what you're hearing in the media, that's not a good sign because that means you're listening, you're playing, you're putting too much into what people are saying. I'm not too trying familiar. to please everybody. I'm not too familiar with Oklahoma's coach, but that's the same coach that Buddy and Blake had, right? I, I'm I'm sure he played. He coached for. Um, Buddy, but he—I think Jason Capel was the coach when Blake was there. He—he's on Duke staff now. I don't think that he was there. By the way, I haven't seen you guys since. Uh, oh, that—that's what happened last week. We, we weren't here because of a multitude of reasons. I was in Nashville for the tournament, and um, I, I saw—I stayed after Georgia State played that night, and I watched Missouri. Porter ain't it. <laughs> His yeah. brother is better than him. And and we had this discussion because, you know, he missed a whole year and it's tough to catch a rhythm when, when you don't get real playing time. It's no no substitute for real playing time. But Right. How much of the Hawks game did John, you watch John, last night? Porter, huh? How much of the Hawks game did you watch last night? I, I watched pretty much most of it. Did you see, Steph, did you see Steph Curry missing shots? Yeah. He missed six games. He, he, this is this is Steph Curry, one of the best players on the planet. In the first quarter, he missed shots, and then he started making. And he shots missed in the only quarter. six games, and he's almost thirty. You're talking about right. a nineteen-year-old who hasn't played college basketball in his life. What about yeah, with a serious back Kyrie Irving. with a serious back injury? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving hurt his big toe. Okay, but he missed the season and yeah, he came back in the tournament saying, and he like, turned up. You gotta look at how serious that back injury is. Like Tiger Woods, the same injury Tiger Woods and Tony Romo had. Yep. Okay, so it what does that it ended so, Tony Romo's so, so what does that say about Michael Porter Jr. bouncing back? He's younger than them. That's that's when we work on his side. You know, it's the fact that doctors and stuff cleared him, but he shouldn't even play. Like most lottery people, most lottery players, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't play. even play. Well, he said that he wasn't close-minded to returning for another year before the season started. I don't know. I think Michael Porter's gonna be the best player in this draft. That's just me though. Mm. He ain't it. He could be. I mean, who knows? It Porter could be. ain't it. The draft's a crapshoot every year. The draft's a crapshoot pretty much every year. By the way. Here's another thing about this tournament that I want to get into. We kind of got into this last week. This whole thing about this whole thing about conferences. Last time I checked, we're about to go into the Elite Eight, and I know you, of course, you know he's making the the argument for the SEC possibly being the best conference in, in college basketball. Last time I checked, no SEC teams in the in the Elite Eight. Look at Rashad. Rashad's like Rashad is he's flexing now. Let's <laughs> I mean, what, so who, the who? SEC is the greatest. Let's the, get into this the SEC best stuff basketball conference this. in college basketball. I'm starting some stuff. Jeremy, no. What? Then who's better? The ACC. All right, bet. In a couple weeks, we're gonna see it's gonna be at least three of the eight elite eight teams gonna be from the SEC. Just watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
How many does the ACC, ACC have? I know they have Duke. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I think. It's so, it's so well, many I, teams I don't even know who's supposed playing to be right in now. it. Like, we know Duke's my, my bracket. I can usually follow my bracket and know who's still in it and who's still playing. I can tell you But one since thing. my bracket is busted. It ain't, it ain't the ACC. Florida State's still in it. But you mean mm-hmm. to tell yeah, me. State. You mean to tell Florida me. Florida State and Duke. That the best, like, the last. I think Florida State was like. Nine, I think I think there's actually going to be three ACC teams in the league. Well, Syracuse lost last night to Duke. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that guaranteed the second team, and that's it. Uh, oh yeah, they, oh yeah, and Virginia, the number one team in the country, they lost to a 16 seed. I don't think an SEC team has done that. So, oh, yeah. here it is, here it is. Okay, I mean, but it's two versus zero. What? It's two versus zero. Two ACC teams, zero SEC teams. I mean, but they had about the same amount of teams going to the tournament, no, right? The ACC had two more. ACC, they did have about two more, in all things considered. I think they had like one more. They had nine, and the ACC had. Oh, ACC. I think the SEC had eight, and the ACC had nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Syracuse made more. ten, I think. No, I, I think they had one more, because I mean, I, I remember seeing the graphic on the opening show. Shout out to Ernie Johnson. Uh, I think it was like nine and eight. I think. I think it was just a one team difference. Either way, they were both up there. The SEC is still. On the on the rise, like two years ago, it was the worst conference in basketball. I mean, I'm not saying that they, we're not saying that, that the SEC is bad. They're on they're on the rise. It was one of the worst. Okay, the one of be, the worst. The Sun Belt the sun, was the sun, as good sun as belt the SEC. Is, the sun Belt is always ago. the worst. Well, in the Sun Kentucky. Belt, basically like the minor leagues of the SEC in all sports, essentially. Yeah. I mean, they may get some players that are SEC caliber, but I mean, oh, the SEC Simons, Simons who, can who play I in any also, league. I also told you. I mean, I already told you about him. Dotted Simons. Huh? Isn't he, come, isn't he, he coming back Simons. to Georgia State? Yeah, yeah, he's coming back. Oh, wow. and they got that dude coming in. I don't know. He's, they're going to be beast. I, I think year. he's been listening to what people have been saying. Yeah, the NBA scout telling him he's not going to get drafted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably, that's probably where he's coming back. He'll probably get drafted. If if, if he put his name in, you know, definitely go second round. After after that, why would you leave college to go second round? Especially when you have another ye- another chance to make the tournament. I mean, Georgia State's going to be a pretty you know they're going to be a, a pick to win the SEC. Win the SEC. They're gonna, I just put State in the SEC. <laughs> oh <laughs> hey, man, that would, be, to get that would be nice to watch. <laughs> they're going to be a pick to, to win the Sun Belt again and get back to the tournament. And who knows, they may actually advance further because they're projected to be an even better team next year. And it may have a you know it may very well increase this draft stock even more. I mean, I you, think he'll be a first round pick after next year. You, you know I'll what I? You that. know what I oh, realized yeah. about uh, about all of this stuff? Like Cinderellas, they don't really help your program that much. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> look look really at George don't. Mason. Yeah, they're they're George terrible Mason right is now. like in the NIT or something like that because I only know because Jared Oliver covers them. Yeah, and I think Shout that's the women. Jared. I think that's the women team. That's the women team. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's like George Washington or George Mason. George Mason. Uh, who else? I mean, it helped VCU for a while. V- VCU, VCU with, but uh, Shaka Smart's Eric, gone now, Eric of course. Maynard. But I mean, it helped Butler. Butler got a lot better. But Butler got better. Uh, Butler was consistent. Wichita, Wichita State has 
Maine and Wichita oh, yeah. State. And then uh, Gonzaga, of course. Gonzaga. But Gonzaga's good every year. Like, Gonzaga exactly, was in the territory. I mean, good since the 80s, game last year. Yeah, yeah, but, but it, that had to start with one Cinderella team, you know? Because yeah. it's a mid-major. John Stockton's team. The fact that they're considered mid-majors and they're, like, always up there and it's regular. Yeah. It had to at some point be a If Cinderella. you make the tournament every year, you're no, in my opinion, you're no longer a mid-major. Like, I mean, I mean, like a Cinderella. Like, mid-majors, in order to in order to be a Cinderella in my book, you got to be one of those teams that only, like, makes the tournament, like, once every, like, three or four years. You can't be a, like, Gonzaga, they're no longer a Cinderella. Wichita State, Butler, they're not Cinderellas anymore, in my opinion. Georgia's, they're right up there. Georgia's a Cinderella. You, yeah, yeah. Georgia, Georgia, if Georgia made the Sweet 16, it'll be a huge story. Yeah. Oh, well, and UGA. It's, and it's even, and that's a big name school, and it'll still be a huge story. Mm-hmm. Georgia State, man, if Georgia State made the Sweet 16 at Phillips Arena, Kansas State is a Cinderella. Oh, team. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Even though they're in a big conference and they finished second in that conference. I did 2015, not, when State made the I did tournament. Not know that. 2015 when state made the tournament if they had if they had ryan harrow healthy they probably would have got to the sweet 16 in my book oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 they would have beat xavier they could have right beat xavier. Yeah, absolutely yeah. They, they only lost by eight right but um and harrow can harrow could score eight points in his sleep simon scored 16 of the first 16 points man that's, that's crazy i've like i've i've seen i've seen the dude play a lot that game, that opening, I've never seen him shoot like that. I've never seen me neither. It, it looked like some LeBron stuff. But he, when I was watching that game, it was also one of those things. I was also thinking like, okay, Simon's going off, like he's having a big game, but he needs some help. Like he needs some, like he need like Jeff Thomas or or, or Devin Mitchell. Like he needs some help. It just can't be a one man show out there going up against Cincinnati, who is one of the best rebounding teams in the country. Yeah, he That's the only thing. He almost did it against Tech in the preseason. And then he, and then uh, Demarcus kind of fell off as the game went on. Like he had oh, those yeah, 16 yeah. points and he just yeah, ran out of gas. What you called? Uh, that that's just conditioning. Coach Hunter got to get them boys right in, in the offseason. Oh, I'm pretty sure he will. I'm pretty sure he will. I'm pretty sure absolutely he will. Absolutely. I mean, that's a question about that. That's that's you know that's why I'm kind of glad he's coming back because he didn't as the point guard. I mean, it's cool to score all those points. It was fun to watch, but then, you know, nobody else has touched the ball the first eight minutes of the game. So, mm. when you start missing, okay, you pass the ball over here to this guy. He's never – he hasn't touched the ball the whole game. I mean, you expect him to make shots. Uh, you take him out the game, and now you have no offense. I mean, I don't – that's cool to watch, but it's not It's not how you win, that's not how you win basketball games. So. Mm. Right. By the way, David, you mentioned you, – uh, we mentioned a little bit about Kentucky. Explain your boys. It is what it is. <laughs> Go that far. Mm-hmm. I was surprised they made it. <laughs> so surprised they made it. Yeah, it just <laughs> kind of goes into the whole SEC thing. Oh, isn't they do it every year? Every year now. Do they though? It's like every year they have the preseason hype. Oh, Kentucky has the second best recruiting class behind Duke. A lot of that is Calipari. And then so they do the little midnight madness or whatever you call it, midnight yeah. happiness. <laughs> and Drake comes out and it's a big deal. Oh, Kentucky oh. got this this five star. Oh, they're starting all freshmen and the six men's a freshman too. Wow. And then they go out there and they win. They blow out the first couple of teams and we're like, oh, Kentucky. Oh. And and they and they go from like they they go from like they go from like six they go to like six to two and then they're like oh Kentucky oh Kentucky might be serious this year and then they start losing in the middle of the season and Kyle starts just trashing them oh we're not that good of a team where is this 
that, that. And then the kids start believing it. They go through illusion. And then they hit a peak at the tournament, the SEC tournament. And then they usually make the championship game. They might win. No. They might lose. That's every single year. What do you mean, no? It's like they no. follow That's the same year. exact script. And the then, Cavs and, then, and then they get to the <laughs> – exactly. And then they get to the tournament as a mid-seed now because they're no longer one-seeds anymore. And then they just end up going way further than we expect. Remember when they went to the Final Four as an eight-seed or they went to the championship game against UConn or something like that? And they were like eight, nine seeds or something like that. So that's every single year with Kentucky now. I don't know. It's, I think that's taken for granted. I don't think it's every season that they throw guys together and it just works. Because it hasn't worked since they won the championship with yeah. Anthony Davis. That's the last time it worked. Yeah, I mean. And even that team had a core of older guys on the team. There's Cal, he gets credit for just being able to throw five freshmen together and then they work. No, that has never happened with Cal at Kentucky. Every time he's just thrown five freshmen together that were highly recruited, they have not been good. No, this I mean, was not a, this was not a good team all year. Right, right. I mean, but but making at least the Sweet Sixteen, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, they've I mean, done they, that. They were doing that before As, he got there, though. Yeah, right, right. right. Kentucky's always done that. Like, that's, I mean, Smith can, was coach. Can, Kentucky had a. Kentucky had a couple years where they were kind of irrelevant. But Kentucky's I mean, but they were one still of those making teams. the Sweet 16. Kentucky's That's what I'm one of those yeah, right, teams right. that you always expect to make it. Like the, like the Duke and the Carolina and the Kansas. Right, they're right. one of those teams you expect so, to always be up there. conversation about Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, I mean like Duke around. And, yeah, Duke and Kansas. Yeah, Duke, Kansas. Villano- is Villanova still Villanova's in still yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. They, That's, they that's be, my pick to they, win they it. They beat uh, West Virginia. I have Villanova and UNC in the championship, and UNC winning because they lost to Villanova a couple years ago. At the well, Carolina, didn't they get bounced by Texas A&M? They got blown out. They got blown out by Texas and A&M. And Texas seven A&M seed. got blown out. Right. That's that's the nature of the tournament this as year. As long as they didn't lose to an ACC team. Wow. See, hear this, Rashad? As long as they didn't lose. Who <laughs> <laughs> did they lose to? Michigan? Michigan. That's, that's, another, that's another team that's for real. Michigan, I, I have Michigan State going far because Michigan State and Kentucky are always two teams that just get hot during the tournament and always make it to, like, the Final Four. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them always get hot, like, no matter where they are, what season. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised Michigan State. But they lost at, like, the buzzer, though. When's the last time Michigan State won a national championship? Ooh. That was a that was a that it's was a, a minute long ago. Time. That was a minute ago, like the early two thousands or something like it's that. Crazy. 05 maybe. There no no. No 05, 05, 05 was the final four and 05 was Louisville and Illinois and North Carolina. But they're I think the last time the they final, won it, it's always always in the final four. Because no, it was it Cleves, was, I think was on their last championship. That was two thousand then. That was two thousand. Cleves. You crazy for real? Because all, all those final fours they made, and yeah. that's the last one. I think they they won one. I think with Draymond and that group. But they were. There was a stretch where Draymond Green and the Lucas guys were. They had a point guard named Kaden Lucas, maybe, and they made the Final Four. It seemed like three or four years in a row, and they didn't win the championship. Yo, remember wow. Dewan Blair? He was a dog at Pitt. He was a dog, man. He was. I'm, I'm he was sad that time. his knees like didn't work out, and he was undersized. He didn't work out in the NBA. I know. And then you know, Big Baby Davis was selling weed now. So you know, mm-hmm. and Yo, trying to get into the, the big three has the worst like just image because once you join the big three, it seems like you're always in the news. It seems like you're washed reasons. if you join the big three. No, I mean, but they're always in the news for the wrong reason. So like the Iverson thing with the gambling, and he was in the casino for three days. Yeah, and then this now, and then 
uh, you know, rest in peace for Soul Butler. But when mm-hmm. the players die, like, dang, a lot of stuff is going on with the big three. Man. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to, it got to, it has to do a little better yeah, with its overall the image. Michigan State's last national championship was 2000. Morris Peterson, Steve Cleese. Yep. Oh, Pete. Wow. Yeah. Kobe that, dropped 81 on his head. I didn't know he was that young. That's That's been a long time. Yeah. I definitely thought they had won another one, but it's the 2000 was their last championship. I thought yeah, Mo Pete was like, I thought he was in the league since 96. But get, but get this, but get this. Yeah. Since, since 2001, since two, well, actually, 19, from 1999, they made the Final Four. 99, 2000, 2001. They made it in 05, 04, 2010, and 2015, and they only have one title, two titles. That's they're, crazy. They're the Braves of college basketball. That's crazy, man. Essentially, they all they exactly what you just said. But Izzo, Izzo, Izzo's trying to buy into this whole uh, this one and done way of thinking now. He he's always been the coach that kind of just develops guys over three or four years, and then by the coach time coach K did that. Yeah, but Coach K can do that because Coach K coaches USA basketball. Exactly. Tom Izzo ain't that kind of brand name. He just he's a good coach. He's a great coach, mm-hmm. but he's not him bringing in that kind of talent and just throwing it out there. That's not gonna work for Michigan State. Did, did you guys see Terrence Moore's um, column from the Undefeated about uh, the lack of black coaches in college basketball now? Because uh, uh, there, there's no longer the black coach, coaches union or something like that. It was called. In the 90s, they had it with the, the guy from uh, Arkansas that they coached Arkansas. Oh, Anderson. Yeah. Oh. Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. Richardson and stuff. So, I, I thought it was an interesting column because, like, I mean, you think about the top college basketball coaches. I can't think of, like, black mm. me, me, me neither, to, to tell you the truth. I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of one right now off the top of my head, and I can't think of one. The, the only one, really, Juanzo I can think Martin. of. Martin. Only one I can think of is is Avery Johnson at oh, Alabama. Oh, the uh, Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida State. Coach. Florida State has a black Florida coach. Florida State black coach. I mean, but he's not that big. I mean, because you got to think, Coach K, Izzo, Soccer Roy Williams, Williams uh, Bill Self, Bill Self, Bayheim at Syracuse, uh, Bayheim. <laughs> but see, these guys don't ever retire. So Mark Few at Gonzaga, right? right Jim right, Bayheim, Jim Bayheim been at Syracuse how long? Forever. Like, he was like amazing at Syracuse when they started the basketball program, it seems. <laughs> Coach K been at Duke 40 years. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, well, I mean, Roy Williams only been at UNC like 10. Because yeah. UNC is still operating off the Dean Smith, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Didn't, didn't Roy Williams replace Dean Smith? Oh, that, that was a coach in between. Right? I think yeah, it was yeah, a coach had in to between. Be. Dean, Dean Smith is kind of he's he was but they call it the Dean Dome 90. for yeah, a reason yeah. because of what he built there at Carolina. Yeah, because right. um, because uh, Roy Williams was coaching that Kansas, Kansas team yeah. when um Melo was in the championship. Yeah, yeah, that was so that was all three. Yeah, so you know, well, Roy Williams pretty new at UNC compared to the other old white guys. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it really is you know it really is a it really is an issue in so many different ways as far as uh, black coaches. And the only reason why we know about Avery Johnson is because he coached in the NBA. Oh, he coached in the NBA. And he co- didn't he coach on an NBA Finals team in Dallas? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was that him they or was that Carlisle? They lost to Miami. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they lost to Miami. Oh, they oh, lost to Miami. Oh, they lost to Miami. Carlisle yeah, won the yeah, championship. Yeah. Carlisle won it. Right. I want to say Avery coached the, the Nets when they were good. Yeah. A- Avery has a coach of the year. I know that. No, he didn't. He didn't coach him. He wasn't. He wasn't the coach then. Who, no, was, who Byron was there? Scott. Byron Scott. That's it. And then, and then they had um. Oh, but Penny Penny Hardaway just got the job at Memphis. Right. He's been coaching his son's age. I mean, Lenny Wilkins. Mike Bibby been coaching. No, Tubby Smith. That's what I'm thinking about. Tubby, Tubby Smith. Smith was 
he's probably the former best. Kentucky coach. Yeah, he's probably the best uh, that was left from like that has this has been coaching for like a really long time. Didn't uh, who was uh, didn't uh, it was somebody that I forgot was it like John Thompson or something like that? that oh yeah, John. Uh, George, yeah, John, uh, yeah, John Thompson. John Thompson. I was about to say George Thompson because Georgetown. <laughs> Georgetown, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Patrick Ewan. I forgot he was a coach. Where does right. he go? My bad, Patrick. Uh, Georgetown. Oh, he took over. My, for, my uh, bad, Patrick Ewan. Thompson. I right. How could you get about Patrick Ewing? Dang, that's yes. disrespectful. Yeah, yeah exactly. George, Georgetown is like the blackest college basketball powerhouse and. We, we don't give them like, well you know looking back in the early 90s before before uh the fat the fab five gets all the credit right but georgetown had a, a revolution that was oh, kind of yeah. similar right so what the fab five did georgetown always been black yeah right and, and they they, they, they kind of changed the way that conference played basketball right. and that's why they were so dominant because because of how they played because right. of the great players that came from that area they, right they were recruiting a lot of those guys that were for from, from the DMV, yeah, from yeah. that area. So exactly. I- Iverson from the DMV, yeah. And so now right. they got Mike McClung. Ha mm-hmm. <laughs> ha! That boy, <laughs> hey, hey, Mike McClung raised the roof. Absolutely. But he, where is he going? Uh, Georgetown. Next year? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Could be back Ooh. on the come up. They could be back on the come up. I wanted to get to this as well. Y'all, pre- I'm pretty sure that you probably heard about this stuff going on with Michael Bennett and him getting, you know, getting getting uh, indicted on supposedly. Sorry, to switch gears, but. Him getting indicted, I guess, on this um, alleging allegedly, like he, you know, ran over, or, you know, I guess, a hit or some woman at the Super Bowl. And what I heard is that something happened to where, you know, they originally knew about this. Like the Houston Police Department originally had brought these charges, like, you know, not not brought these charges, but they were investigating this, like, other Super Bowl. But a year later, they finally decided to bring charges. Hmm. I don't know. It's like this. I don't know. You remember Kevin Hart support this past year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did the same thing. It just Michael Bennett did it. Mm. He, the end. <laughs> that's what it seems like, though to me. That's what it's that's, that's what it's that's, 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 that's all it is. is. Instead of instead of the security stopped him since he's Michael Bennett that big, he just mm. Yeah, they that's, just that's, had their way with him because it, he is know, who he is. They just make it seem like media makes it seem like Michael Bennett beat the hell out of an old lady. Right. Oh, he no video, by the way. No video. The man is facing ten years. No video. I, I was since since uh, sensationalized the story too. He facing ten years. He got indicted. That means there's enough evidence for the grand jury to believe that this man is, you know, he could really be punished for this. Yeah. That, that's what indicted means. Practically. And he's facing ten years. Ten years for shoving an old woman. I mean, he's in the NFL, so he's got great lawyers and. He probably won't get a day in jail, but in yeah, prison. That's why but still, wait. So why does she? Why does she just all of a sudden decide to file charges? I don't know. So was it bad enough? I, I, I'm not familiar with the story, and honestly, Michael Bennett's become a little. How do I say this? A little bit too much of a overcovered. Yeah, overco- overcovered, and then he's. If I'm an NFL team, he's a little bit more trouble than what he's worth as far as his talent on the field. He's not that good anymore. I'm sorry. I I, I wanted him on the Falcons. Yeah, yeah he, he's he's just older. He's he's, just he's older. not he's not. And worth it happens to everybody. They break down. They all get older. He's, I mean, but, but, he's but not that, worth it. that okay, that Vegas thing, right? I mean, that wasn't his fault. Like he literally just ran away from the. Like was, he was running because yeah, that know. wasn't his fault. I'm not at all. even. I'm not even talking about like all that stuff. Right. I'm talking about just like just, just his personality just wears you out. Just, just as a locker room, too Bennett, much baggage. Oh, run, running into the stands in Jacksonville. That's a lot, man. I'm, that was too much. Like I, if I'm his teammate, man, I'm just like, bro, you gotta go play somewhere else. I, but, I but like it was what someone you bring else. To, team, uh, who, who was the other dude? Quinn. 
I don't know. Mm, was it? I, don't know. it? I forgot. Wait, is it what? The in other dude that, that ran in that ran into the stands with him, bald head dude. His, his, his name was Quinn. I forgot his I forgot his name. Yeah, it was, it was Bennett and some bald head dude mm. that ran into the stands. I'd be like a or something. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. 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 It was another defensive lineman. Yeah, I think. It was another D lineman. Yeah, I, I yeah, I can't remember. Either. I don't remember, I, but like a I lot of that, it's just. It's I just mean, but 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 you know, man. but Bennett got all of that attention because Bennett is Bennett. I mean, I I agree, but like, I don't think there's much to do with. Like, I don't really feel like this is gonna turn into much, and it's just it's become a lot. I mean, if he did, if he just like slapped the lady and okay, cool, go to jail, bye. Mm. But if he pushed the lady out the way, uh-huh. hit her with a swim move. First of all, why is a a sixty Whatever she is, 66-year-old disabled woman serving as security at the Super Bowl. And plus, I know a lot of people are making the comment about how there's no video where there's pretty much cameras all over the place. Like, I know that somebody tweeted, somebody who was they covering the game. They found Tom Brady's Super Bowl uh, right. jersey yeah, they, they, last they year. They found this was the jersey. same but people they who found did the Super Bowl in Houston. Tupac. Right, Tom. And these are the same people. And I remember that somebody had tweeted, somebody who was covering the Super Bowl tweeted something like, oh, he had to he had to pretty much like scan his credential at like 12 or 15 different checkpoints at the Super Bowl, but yet they can't find video of uh, of Michael Bennett allegedly doing this to this lady. Okay, so if, it's, if it is what David says it is, and it's just basically what Kevin Hart did, I, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care. I do not care. I'm sorry. I don't care. I just think that I don't the, care. I just think that the fact that the fact that there's no video, I think that that's a, a, a unless they're able to possibly and and the, and, the, and the police department said that there's no video, unless they're able to find some video, everything is going to be circumstantial at this point. And you know, so they're pretty much just going off what evidence that they may have, and it could very well end up being circumstantial in that sense. But it, it really hurt the fact that there's no video. It's kind of ironic, you know, no video. So I feel like that that's something that, in my opinion, definitely hurts their case. It seems to hurt. All that, all case. that being said, all that being said, from the Philadelphia Eagles, I just tell Michael Bennett, hey, look, we just traded for you. Uh, you, you just gotta go, man. I'm sorry. You haven't played a snap for us, but that's not what we doing here. We're not bringing all this attention to us. We're just trying to get another Super Bowl. And we right? just won a Super Bowl, so we're trying to build something here in uh, Philly. We, yeah. we want a dynasty. We don't, don't just want one. We don't want one. I don't. And they don't need that in their locker room. I don't know why teams win Super Bowls or get close to winning Super Bowls and they go to bringing in all these big personalities like they just right. to try to catch on to win the Super Bowl. No, not just, don't need not all just these Super Bowl winning teams, but also teams that feel like that they're getting close to winning a Super Bowl and then they end up, you know, and then they end up blowing up their whole locker room. Like I remember in money. baseball, I, money, that too. I remember a few years ago, it was 2008, and the Cubs had, and the Chicago Cubs had, had this great season. They bring in Milton Bradley. Milton oh, yeah. freaking Bradley that. of all people, he, and it blew up their locker room. It blew up their their clubhouse, yep. and they didn't get back to the you know to the playoffs until 2015. Then won the World Series in 2016. That that, that move pretty much ruined what the Cubs had going. They had Thank a nice you. little young close. team, and they were close to being. They were good. right there. They brought in Milton Bradley, destroyed the entire locker room. Right, I, and they already had I a volatile personality in Carlos Zambrano. Right. So that wasn't that was not too good. Yep, that's that's what the Eagles are dealing with when they're dealing with Michael Bill. Essentially, essentially. It just is it just is one of those things that is, you know, sometimes when you bring in these these personalities, and sometimes really and truly that's probably one of the reasons as to why some teams do that, because they're probably thinking, oh wow, you know, he's a name. He it's gotta be a name for a reason. Seattle is had got better by getting rid of Michael Bill and Richard Sherman. They still do have Russell Wilson, as we mentioned a few weeks ago. That's not true. 
Their yeah. defense got worse. But the That's team's the locker room and the team's culture that, got that, better. That, that the team's locker room, the team's talent, no. That thing defense probably But the NFL is well, more yeah, yeah, well, well, you know, Defense is probably better. I mean, we, we talked about yeah. that. Did, did we talk about that last episode where Seattle just uh, – We did talk uh, about Pete, that. Pete Carroll just has that next man up attitude. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, he brought that system. from USC. He's a college coach. Uh, so you they, know, they've naturally. also drafted really well. Like, I think David brought it up. They have a kid, Michael McDowell. Is that his name? Malik. Malik McDowell. Could you, he, he 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 missed most of last season. Literally the exact same player as Michael Bennett, but younger, cheaper, quieter. That, that offense isn't better than it was last year. No, I didn't say that. I said the team is better. No, Jimmy Graham just signed with just signed with Green Bay. That makes them better, honestly. Jimmy Graham yeah, yeah, is Jim, just Jimmy Graham is washed and a big name. They won Super Bowl without Jimmy Graham. Exactly. Like people, people. This is one thing. That's, this is my pet peeve in the NFL is that people will see a big name target. And think the offense gets worse because oh, when Gronk gets hurt, the Patriots offense is not going to be good anymore. No, right. the statistics say that the Patriots offense is better without Gronk. Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos syndrome. Because I, I, can't, I can't roll with that. Because look, I'm gonna tell you right, why. Right, right. When you when you look when you as a defense, you can game plan for Gronk. Right. Oh, we're gonna bracket him. We're gonna put this guy because on him. Because that's how Brady and, throws. And even Tom Brady. Okay, well. I know I got to feed Gronk the football because in this situation, this is where he makes his money. I got to get him the ball. When you have three slot receivers, who who do they who do they key on? Nobody. Well, they everybody don't just have to throw do, do you to think Gronk. The Falcons, they can throw to Edelman. Do you think the Falcons' offense is better when Julio's hurt? I know the Falcons have a losing record when Julio has over 100 yards receiving. Mm. Mm. Same with the Giants. Perhaps they key too much Odell in on Beckham. one player. Yes, when you start. Okay, you, but the Giants you, also have a losing record. No, no, no. This is this <laughs> is not just over the last year. This is just over the yeah, last right, right. his career. Couple years when he's been out, or right. or when he's had less than a hundred yards receiving. The Giants' record is like seven games over five. The Giants won a playoff. It wasn't game this year without Odell. without Odell. Back. I mean, won a Super Bowl without Odell. Yeah, they haven't won anything with Odell. Odell's just been there. They won a Super Bowl because they had a great defense. Right, right. Both I mean, years they won a Super Bowl. They had great defense, Odell, even though everybody Odell, gives the credit to Eli. That's what all I'm saying is that argument is invalid because this year they didn't have Odell and they were trash. But they were going. They were trash with him. They, I mean, they, they had they when he got hurt, they were already three games below five hundred. And the Jets yeah, were missed because they benched uh, Eli unceremoniously. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we about to have Jerry, Jerry Reese built that team horribly. Like yeah. I looked at a stat just the other day, out of they only have one player left since the 2014 draft. Yep. Guess who it is? Eli. O- Odell Beckham. Odell. 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 That's mm. that's bad. That's multiple drafts. It's like four wow. drafts and one player. Well, that's, you just miss out on talent. I yeah. mean, yeah, they like they drafted Ryan Nassib in the second or third round. And he's literally just sitting on the bench. They haven't given him a chance. Then they cut him. Wait, wait, you said, oh, you said one player from the 20, 2014. From the 2014. Okay. 15, 16, 17 draft. No, no. 14 draft. Oh, there's another player left. Yep. Evan Ingram. Oh, since, oh, since 14. Gotcha. Oh, no, Evan Ingram. Not, not last year's draft. The year, 16 was the last year he was saying. Oh, oh, 15, he, he, 14, he, he okay, 16. 16. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because they still are. And, and the only other player I can think of that may have come is Jordan Pugh, who's a free agent right now. So, mm. I think he's with Arizona, I think. 
Yeah, he may have signed with somebody, but he he was a free agent this offseason. Yeah, just yeah, Jerry's built that team forward. But it's the fact that they only make playoffs every four years. That's what you got. <laughs> you right. got Hall of Fame players on your team, and that and, that kind, and they kind of got brushed over because they won Super Bowls when they made. Yeah, the I, I, re- right. I really thought they were about to win the Super Bowl last year in the NFC the East. In the NFC East, which which previously was one of the weaker divisions in all of football, now you got Philly crushing everybody. Now what are they going to do? It's hilarious because everybody always wanted to talk trash about how they. NFC East was the best division, and how the NFC South was trash. It's right. the most exciting. Now the world's set for it's the, well, the NFC East is the most exciting. Is, is it, is it really Dallas. the most exciting? Yeah, or is it because they show them the most on national no, television? Right. Let's That's talk what about it. Because the they got drama. Dallas and yeah, Philly yeah. and well, New York talk, and all well, the rivalries like, the big I feel like markets. any division would have the most drama if you covered that division the most. Yeah, it's just the personality. Per- yeah. like, and the markets. There's so much media in New York and Philly in the upper I-95. If you covered the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you about to say, David? Like the Falcons are born. The the Panthers two years ago they had personality, just like Philly has personality, and Dallas has personality. New York has personality. Uh, Atlanta's boring. Tampa's boring. Washington you know. has Josh Norman. Yeah, they have Washington lost yeah, Kirk yeah, Cousins. Yeah, Washington has personality. Cause you got Kirk. You got yeah, Kirk. You got Norman. You know and. Uh, was it? Who, who am I leaving out? Uh, New Orleans, you know, they have personality. They just don't have thing. They have Drew Brees, but other than that, you know. You know who else also had a lot of personality? Seattle. Have, Look where that got them. New, New Orleans has personality. I said they had Drew Brees. That's what I'm saying. Like, New Orleans, that's it. Oh, oh. Like, no, that's no. the only team that people. No, I, uh, mainly, I mean, not, not a, just, this is just. This was just last year that the Saints well, got some yeah, sway. Well, yeah, with Kamara and all. Because well, like, the, the fact that they were doing the two-person interviews, bro, like that was, yeah. that was some hood yeah. stuff. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, New Orleans, the only team that really got respected outside outside uh, NFC South. Yeah, because of Breeze. Now, as as football fans, we all know that the NFC South play real football. Right, we, right, We right. all know that. Right, just right. Based off, because yeah, and then, and then just growing up in the NFC and South, growing up watching, and then seeing it like every year, the the worst team, the next year they be the best team. Yeah, and that, right. that just shows you, like, and then all the NFC South games go to the final kick. So I, I mean, in the NFC East, I mean, I think this is as best. This is the best this conference has. I mean, that division has been. Like, we got the Super Bowl champions in that conference. I mean, in that division now, the Redskins just got Alex Smith. That gives them probably six wins. Oh yeah, just yeah. that move alone. Right. Then you got Dallas, who just picked up Alan Hearns. Right, right, right. What will and be, bringing back Dez. And bringing back Dez. That's going to be an underrated move because both of these guys block. Now, if I was Dallas, I would go out and try to see if DeMarco Murray would want to come back. Because now you got I like Ezekiel that. Elliott with DeMarco Murray. Who was that run, uh, other running back? It was Alfred Morris. I don't oh, think he's there anymore. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think he's there anymore. But, yeah, and it's just now the NFC is the dominant conference. Like growing, yes. growing and up, the NFC has been the dominant up. conference for a, for a, for a minute now. Because yeah, growing up, the AFC was yeah, dominant. Yeah, yeah. Right well, like with the Steelers when they were going fifteen and one, and like and Indy the when they were they barely be talked about. And Indy when they had Yo. Manning, and they were basically the Braves of yeah. the NFL. The, the yeah. AFC has some squads, man. Yeah, it was like growing up, you had eight win Arizona to be deep in Philadelphia. They can go nine and seven. Yep. And they make the playoffs, and they're like considered a contender. Now, when Arizona remember, almost uh, beat Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl, I remember like uh, Seattle. Who did who did they beat? I think they beat uh, the Rams, and it was like they finished the season ten six or nine. Seven and nine. Yeah, yeah. And then they ended up beating the Saints. Won, won the division, made the playoffs, and beat the Saints. Yeah, that home. was they were seven and nine. And Marshawn yeah. Lynch said the home. 
yeah, so. I remember that, man. That, that was that was real. I remember that. Yeah. And that was a trash like final game of the regular season for the Seahawks to clinch that. Yeah. I remember that. That was trash. Yeah. But mm. yeah, yeah, the AFC was where is that? And now the AFC is the AFC is basically New England, Pittsburgh, and a now. bunch of college teams. But yeah, Pittsburgh just, isn't even that good. It's just they aren't as much good as like they used to be. Pretty much like the Eastern Conference in the NBA. Pretty much. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, exactly. right. right. It Wait. got a lot better because Houston got a quarterback, yeah. and now they have the Honey Badger. So Houston's gonna be one of those teams that's gonna sneak in there, and you're gonna look up at the end of the year, and everybody gonna be all in the Jacksonville hype, and then Houston's gonna be the team winning the win their division. But in the end, Houston may very well win their division, I don't know. but Houston's not getting to a Super Bowl. No. Not while Brady's in that division. Mariota can finally break out. No. You know, Mariota's like, so good, man. It's just like... That, he's he, talented. I mean, like, Malarkey, I, w- I never liked him. I never liked him in Atlanta. Yeah. He wasn't good in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah right. I, I didn't like him when he was the head coach of Tennessee. Just like, that, that system was just old. And it's just like, you got a you got an athlete at quarterback, and yeah. you got... <laughs> Right. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's so crazy how the divisions have just practically flipped. Yeah, well, but, I'm definitely yeah. excited for the, the draft coming out, these pro days. Like, you mm-hmm. know, look past the quarterback stuff because it's just, it's just yeah. crazy. It's just, funny to watch sometimes. It really is in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm not buying Josh Allen until I see it. Oh, he, really? He's got, he's got to prove me like Carson Wentz. Like, I, you have to prove it to me. I take that approach with every quarterback. I really take that approach with every every quarterback, just about everybody that comes out of the draft. No, nah, there's some years where, where you know, you know. Yeah. Like Cam Newton, every, we knew. We knew Cam Newton was going to be, you know. But, I don't know. I don't know about uh, honestly, Josh Allen. Honestly, there is not a quarterback in this class that's going to step in the NFL and beat Carson Wentz or Jared Goff. Right. Like all these guys have I mean, well, major flaws. Well, Jared Goff was, uh, you know, Jared Goff's not good now. He's just all right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's all right. He's mediocre his first year. Last year he had a, uh, he had Jeff, a great season. Yeah, Jeff last Fisher year. was a head coach. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, that hurt he him said, a lot. I'm not going seven and nine. I'm not going seven and nine. I want to make the playoffs for a change. <laughs> yeah. Hey, seven and nine. There used to be a time when seven and nine would actually get you into the playoffs if you were in a really poor, weak division. Right. Like right. it would have you in contention, really. How seven much? How? how, how do they, do, <laughs> does this get on your nerves though when they, you know, they see these quarterbacks throw in these pro days, and then all of a sudden their stock just it just, gets it's so gets on my nerves up. because it's like or just yeah, like anybody can throw forty mind. yards downfield with no defensive lineman bearing down on you trying to tackle you into the next county. And it's not and it's not even like it's not even like the when you throw at the combine because you're at your you're literally in your backyard. Thank you. Throwing to your receiver. No Thank de- you. No in your in a, in a in a workout set up to make you look good. Get him. It's like yourself, you're interviewing yourself for a job. Get him. Oh, and Manziel was at a pro day. Oh, uh, I don't know why that happened. It was a camp on. But yeah, the um yeah, but yeah, it was just my thing. My big spit was just predictions because it's just like you know, like, <laughs> they're like Cleveland's gonna get Darnold because Jimmy Haslam was talking to his parents. So I was like, did you know that he talked to Josh Allen's parents yesterday? So yeah, so, he was, <laughs> so they're gonna draft him one and four. They're gonna draft Josh Allen. And Sam they're gonna Darnold. draft both. I think I think if I'm Cleveland, like the only two quarterbacks that fit what they're trying to do is Sam Darnold, who I don't think is very good. Yeah. I think he turns the ball over way too much. He's he hasn't won anything. What has he won? He's won nothing. Josh Allen would be the perfect fit for Cleveland because he has he has a year 
He's not a guy that's going to come in and start and take your franchise to the next well, level. Well, first of all, Tyrod Taylor. He needs a year. He needs put a some year. respect on Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor can handle it for he a year. He's a decent quarterback. Because before the season, I was like, Tyrod Taylor's trash. Kaepernick should be in the league ahead of him. Hmm. Tyrod Taylor had a good I, year. I like, he did I have like a good Tyrod. year in Buffalo. I, People are I mean, on him. I, I, and I'm talking about that that game against Atlanta where just tore us up, but that's Atlanta's fault. I like I like yeah. Tyrod, but he's he already he should already know the situation he's in. Yeah, he's a he's a sitting duck, but yeah, I would, I mean, he's better than RG. RG3. I would give him eight games. If, yeah. if I draft Josh Allen, I would give Tyrod Taylor eight, nine games to prove me wrong, and then I'm putting he, in the kid. He's not going to have eight games. I like he that. Got Hugh Jackson on the hot seat. He's going to look good. That's true. I like that. Yeah, 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 Ty- Tyrod Taylor is good, man. He's, no. I think he's he going to hold he's them boys a, down. He's, he's okay. I mean, he's just he don't make. He's just a good game manager. Yeah. Just, At best, he's a backup. Yeah. Yeah. He just. I mean, that's just the way it is. Just I mean, like you get six. Get to keep sixteen million dollars and start for a team and go for it. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but like you know, he's gonna be on another team next year. After this year, he's gonna yeah. be another team. But you know, he's he's got a place in the league, thankfully. But, but yeah. uh, uh, before we go, everybody go around and tell me your, the best player you think in this draft and why. I'm gonna say my best quarterback is Josh Rosen because he's the safest. I, I like Josh Allen a lot. I really think he has the best chance to be the superstar of the group. <laughs> but I think Josh Rosen will be the one that has the best first year. Uh, I agree with you. I'm the I'm best with you player is probably probably Chubb from North Carolina State. I think I think Saquon Barkley is really overrated because yeah. they. I don't know. I see stuff where he's like he's just perfect prospect and he can't. He only had five 100-yard rushing games. Rosen last year. looks like one of those guys. And one of that them was against anywhere. Georgia State, so it was really four. Exactly. So, well, well, oh, give me what do you? Oh. He's not. He's not as perfect as people think he is. <laughs> I would. I honestly would prefer. Like, okay, he's a running back. He go out tears ACL first day of practice. He's a bust. I just think it's the fact that you got Sonny Michelle and Petty and stuff that makes me feel really. Yes. It's just like hmm. you know this. This draft just makes you feel even less about him because it's just like Ronald Jones. You got so many Darius guys from guys. LSU. Yeah, I mean, there's guys that can do what, what he can do. That's, what, that's yeah. why I'm just like, you know, if you miss on Barkley, you get Sonny Michelle. He's gonna put up numbers. Yes, uh, it's just mm-hmm. it's a deep draft, even deeper than last year's, and that's why I was like, I mean, I you got know. two backs from the University of Georgia that could start in the NFL for some team. Yeah, it's and you can get them in the second or third round. Why you also grab a quarterback, a left tackle, or a defensive end? You don't need to draft a running back third or fourth. Deep That's draft. Dumb. That's Deep dumb. Draft. And the funny thing about it is, it, like, you draft a running back that high, it'd be like top five highest paid running back in the league. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Especially when running backs don't last that long in the NFL. Yeah. So I just, I don't, don't see the, just see the point. Like, he had to literally, like, press me. Like, Barkley had to literally have like freaking high school, high school running back numbers and like, you know wishbone high school running back numbers right? yep. that's, the, that's the way you got he got to run for 1800 yards that's he all got, I, that's he had a good bowl game running backs don't run for 1800 yards no more not in the not in the NFL and that's why I'm not drafting one first or third or fourth like the or ceiling wrong. for running backs if you, it used to be one of those things in the old days in the NFL where if you ran for 1800 yards that's a great year yeah. now a great year for a running back in the NFL is like 14 1500 what Alvin Kamara did last year that's the new Oh, you had a great year. Thank you. Right. He only had 800 yards rushing, but then he had maybe four or 500 receiving, uh-huh. 60-something catches. I'll take that over a running back that gets me 1,500 yards, and that's it. 
Right. I'd rather have those all-purpose yards. I'd rather have that rather than something like that. But wow, that's that was a, that was a lit show. I gotta admit, that was that was a nice show. We did some March Madness. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. I thought everybody's gonna go. Yeah, around yeah, yeah. Oh, go I, I took all the time. I'm sorry. Right, that's Y'all go okay. Ahead. <laughs> I say Duran James. I like him. I like him too. I think Josh Rosen is the best quarterback. And then I want to say this for the best player. Hillgrove is absolute trash. They had in, in between 2012 and 2014, these, these are, they had three NFL first round picks on their team Bradley wow. Chubb, Kenyon Drake, and Evan Ingram. Zero state titles. Hillgrove, what are you doing with your program? Wow. All right, but Bradley Chubb is the best player in the job. I like the thing. The thing about Rosen that kind of gets me is that you know he because of the fact that he played already in a big market. It's one of those things where you think that he would be able to kind of make that transition because you know in in, in in a lot of ways there are some players that you know that you draft and then you kind of wonder exactly how they would transition into the big lights in the NFL. But eventually they're able to do that, and he already has, in my opinion, that personality. Now I agree with you in terms of him possibly having a best year, you know best first year and then maybe falling off on that. But you know we'll see what happens as far as the draft because, like I said, it's a crapshoot. Because I still remember, I still always go back to this in the draft. You just never know what you're gonna get because you know you got players that will that will be just complete. You know that will be just relatively average players. Then they transition to the NFL and then they become superstars you just never know you just never know with the draft but that's that should be that should be it i mean episode 71 once again in the books a league show all that good stuff wherever you wherever you listen once again thanks once again for tuning in everybody want to want to go around and uh do their uh do their sign offs uh this is jim Justin clark underscore kit underscore 75 you uh rashad milligan you can follow me on twitter at <laughs> Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham Beyond the W. Check it out. We out. Peace. See ya. Uh, tell your baby daddy I'm richer. Y'all don't want to sip liquor. Stop trying to pressure my pressure. Just like the club that was weak. Grab me out off the street. Huh. Wait till I leave. I'm finna beat it till I fall asleep. Your baby daddy is sucking.